0: Welcome to the Get Hungry Podcast, a show where we expand the bounds of what you see possible by exploring new topics each week to level up your thinking and cultivate your God-given potential. Hey, I'm Josh and welcome back to the Get Hungry podcast. Oh, it feels good to be back. I do apologize for not doing an episode last week, but I'm back and I'm ready to get into this week's topic. So this week, I'm going to be talking about ego, and this is another one that's going to fit into the Purpose Preventers series. Um, and so as I look into ego and share some thoughts that I have on this whole massive topic, I'm going to be kind of looking at what it is what shapes our ego, as well as what we can do to make sure that we keep our ego in check. But like always, before we do that, I just want to thank you for choosing to tune into the podcast. It honestly does mean a lot to me that you are tuning in regularly for you regular listeners. And if this is your first time listening, well, welcome. It's so good to have you here. And just a reminder, you can find me on Instagram at GetHungryPod, um, where I post regular updates, little behind the scenes videos, And weekly summaries as well for your enjoyment to share around and just get some more value out of these topics because I think that they're topics that are relevant for everyone, myself included, and don't think that because I'm speaking about these things that I have figured it all out, like I'm still in the process of figuring it out and I want to take you on that journey with me to discovering or thinking deeper into different topics. So this week we're going to be looking and diving into the topic of ego. Well, before we get into the content, let's jump straight into the word of the week. And the word of the week this week is haughty. Now, this is a word that I don't think I've ever heard or said in a conversation before. (laughs) Um, And it's a word and you'll see where I got my inspiration for using this as the word this week later on in the episode. But the definition is arrogantly superior and disdainful. And disdainful is basically lacking respect. So being haughty or having a haughty spirit is not something that we ever should want. And so it's a word that we can use or be mindful of to try and ensure that we ourselves are not doing anything with a haughty spirit. Try to use that word in your conversations and your thought life this week, and even just spend some time pondering on it and and trying to identify what this means for you or what it looks like for you. Okay, well, let's jump straight into this whole massive topic of ego. And before we do that, as always, when I'm discussing these topics, I think it's important to look at the definition to and start from there. So, the definition of ego is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Now, looking at this from a psychoanalytical point of view, the definition is the part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and the unconscious and is responsible for reality testing and a sense of personal identity. So, basically, it's to do with confidence in one's own worth or abilities. So, self-respect, your perceived values, and things like that. So, I feel like ego is very closely linked to confidence. Now, I was discussing ego with some friends this week to get some insight and, and just understand what they see ego as or what it looks like for them or their understanding of it. And we kind of identified that it's also closely linked to pride. Now, being a Christian, I want to draw a lot of my conclusions and ideas on things from scripture to make sure it's sort of biblical based. And the first that comes to mind, and it was brought to my attention again through this conversation with some of my really close friends, was Proverbs 16, 18, where it says, pride Pride goeth before destruction, and an haughty spirit before a fall. See, there's that word again. So after reading this verse, what I understand is that pride and a haughty spirit are obviously both negative things. And if we don't know that we are prideful or we don't know that we have a haughty spirit, we are at danger of slipping up, of falling of experiencing destruction in one way or another. Now, it's not only if we are not aware of it though, because I feel like we can be overly prideful or we can have a haughty spirit and know it. And this is where I think ego comes into the mix because having a big ego means that you are very prideful and you are arrogant or you are egotistical, you know, there's a lot of negative words that are used to describe a person who has a large or a big ego, you know. People commonly refer to it as being big-headed or as the kids in the street say, thinking that you're all that. Before we move on, I do want to apologize for that. Um, let's move on quickly. Now, I looked up the definition of haughty and as I've shared before in the word of the week, so it's a false view on superiority where you think you are greater than or bigger than or better than other people. And so to prevent ourselves from reaching this point of having a big ego, we need to identify where we fit on the ego spectrum. So if we kind of have a ranking system from one to 10, where one is low and 10 is high, whereabouts do you fit on this spectrum of having an ego? Well, in order to do this, I think we need to start to ask ourselves questions. And some of these questions might be, am I easily swayed? Do I back myself? Like if I have a thought or an opinion that I think is worth saying, do I make that claim and continue to support my belief? Or am I easily swayed? Do I care too much about what people say or think about me? Am I worth listening to? You know, there's a couple of questions that we can ask ourselves to try and identify where we fit on this spectrum. And it's almost like a spectrum of self-esteem or self-importance and self-confidence. You know, where do you fit on that spectrum? Now, obviously, in hindsight, we know or we can identify that we want to fit in the middle because like most things, balance is key kind of makes me think of the human body. You know, the human body is constantly seeking to maintain a state of homeostasis or balance. And anytime that that state of homeostasis is threatened, reactions occur to try and move the needle back to the middle. And so now when I think of ego and when we think of ego, I think it's important to identify or to visualize in our mind this spectrum or this this scale of one to 10, knowing that five being the middle is where we want to be, but evaluating our actions to identify if we are at the middle or if we are not. So the next question I have is what shapes our ego? Because I feel like our ego is something that can change. You know, you have ego boosters and you can also have things that significantly reduce your ego. So ego is not something that remains constant. It's something that can change and is swayed in response to a couple of things. So there's three things that I've identified that I think shape our ego. And there's definitely more. And I'd love you to share your thoughts on what you think shapes ego by sending me a DM on Instagram. Remember, get hungry pod. Shoot me a message on what you think shapes e- our ego, additional to these three things. But the first thing is, I think, the biggest and the most important. And it's other people's reactions in response to what we do and say. Let's think for a second that you are giving a presentation. There's a massive crowd of people and you have been asked to stand up in front of these people and give a presentation on a topic. Could be anything. And so you spend all this time writing your presentation, you recite it, you want it to be as good as possible so that you get your message across and you do so in a awesome way that resonates with people. So the day comes around, you give your presentation, and afterwards, you receive all of this positive feedback. You get compliments, you get pats on the back, you get people texting you and messaging you saying, that was really impactful, what you said changed my life. How are you going to feel about that? You're going to feel good. You're going to feel confident. You're going to feel awesome. And some people might say, all of these things and reactions and people's response will be a ego booster for you and your ego will be elevated alternatively if after your presentation people kind of avoid you or they say oh, that wasn't that great or you know you receive negative feedback Your ego is not gonna be elevated, it's going to take a dip. You know, especially if you thought the presentation went well yourself. You stepped off stage thinking that was pretty good, but you get all this negative feedback. You're not gonna feel great about yourself and there's gonna be a dip in your ego. So the reactions of others does actually shape our ego fundamentally, we're seeking to avoid fear, embarrassment, and judgment. These are three things that no one enjoys, but we need to shift our perspective. And instead of actively seeking to avoid these three things at all costs, we need to see these as opportunities to help us grow and to exceed our expectations and the expectations of others as well. I feel like I'm kind of going on a bit of a rabbit trail, so I'm going to try and bring it back here and say that moral disposition is also another thing that shapes our ego. So when I say moral disposition, what I mean, or what I'm referring to is a person's inherent qualities of mind and character. So so I guess this is kind of what people value. It really comes down to what do we prioritize in life? You know, ask yourself, what do I prioritize? Are you a person who prioritize truth, and fact, are you a person who prioritizes honesty? Are you a person who prioritizes integrity? Are you a person who prioritizes unity or camaraderie and friendship? You know, there's lots of different things that you can prioritize and no one is necessarily better than the other as long as we are aware that there are other areas to prioritize and that do matter. You know, for myself, I feel like I definitely lean more towards maintaining a state of balance and avoiding conflict and all of those negative emotions because I know that it's not enjoyable for myself and for other people as well. And so I am not inclined to ensure that I am correct and what I have to say is always right because I know that can kind of come off as being hurtful or too blunt to other people. And so, I'm not saying that I avoid the truth, but I avoid trying to make the point that I am always right. Whereas someone who prioritizes the truth, their perspective on this may not be that they want to be right and prove everybody wrong. They want to just ensure that what's true and the facts are outlined and is identified. And I feel like this is sort of where conflict arises, obviously, where people value different things. And so personalities clash and viewpoints aren't met because different people perceive different things as being more valuable in a given situation. Um, It's amazing. It's such a big topic. And I don't want to go too much in depth here today because that's not the main thing that I'm trying to think about. But it's just a kind of highlight that when it comes to ego, it's a very multifactorial thing. And this is why I think it's important that we need to ensure that we are constantly keeping our ego in check. So, what are some things that we can do to make sure that we are keeping our ego in check? Well, firstly, I think, and I know I've spoken about this before, is we need to be very intentional with our friendship circles. You know, I was discussing and and chatting with a friend who, who shared their view on intentional friendships and they said that there's almost three spheres. The first sphere is people that are a couple of steps behind you that you can encourage, inspire and empower. The second sphere is People that are in a similar stage of life as you, you know, people that are aspiring to grow in areas that you are hoping to grow in or achieve things that you want to achieve. And the third sphere is people that are a couple of steps ahead of you that can mentor you or can share insight and wisdom that will positively influence your experiences now or your thoughts and your perceptions on what is valuable or not. So being intentional about the people that you spend time with and the people that you hang around is number one, because if we are constantly surrounding ourselves with people in all of these different spheres, we never feel like we are the greatest because we're going to be hanging around with people in sphere number three that are a couple of steps ahead of us. We're never going to feel sort of inferior because we're also going to be hanging around people that are in the same stage of life as us and people that are a couple of stages behind. And we're never going to feel like we're never going anywhere because we're surrounding ourselves with people that are also aspiring to grow and to inspire and encourage everyone around them as well. And this is something that I myself am working on too, trying to be intentional with finding people in each of these three spheres so that not only I can grow, but the people around me can grow also. And that's kind of what I want this podcast to be too. I want this to be a way for you to feel inspired, encouraged, and empowered to grow and to live a life of purpose and achieve your potential and identify what your potential is too. So that's number one. Number two is know what you believe and are aiming to achieve. So a common phrase in sort of the entrepreneurial business sphere is know your why. And I know I've touched on this before is having a vision, having somewhere that you want to reach Having a goal, something that you're aspiring towards. If you don't have this, then it's like you're blind or you're kind of, you don't have anything to do. So you're going to opt into not growing because you don't have anything to grow towards or to grow in. And thirdly, it's to genuinely encourage others. I feel like we live in a world of people that are always trying to be the best, to be number one, to be the top, to succeed. And yes, it's good to succeed. And in order to succeed, you need to have confidence in yourself, your abilities, and what you're putting your time and effort into. But you also need to ensure that you are encouraging the people around you as well. You know, you're engaging daily in gratitude. You're complimenting people, congratulating others who are achieving things, even if they're achieving things beyond you that you're kind of a little bit jealous about. Congratulate them in in doing that. You know, encourage people. And another thing that we can do too is we can actually delegate things to other people. You know, I kind of imagine myself leading a team of other people. You know, I'm not in a position where I'm leading other people but I kind of imagine this and thinking that if I were the head of a team and I was good at doing what I was doing, I knew that my way worked and succeeded. You can either prevent others from growing by never giving them the opportunity to grow, or you can delegate tasks to them and responsibility, even if you know you can probably do it better, but to empower and encourage other people. You know, these are lessons that I'm gathering from observing different people in my life, um, in my circle of influence, people that I listen to on podcasts and watch YouTube videos. And as I said, while I'm not heading up a team or anything like that, I kind of see my life as an opportunity for me to lead a life of greatness. And I can only do that if I myself am constantly making steps to grow towards greatness but also am empowering everyone that I come in contact with and everyone that I influence to also grow towards greatness too. And that's really one of the fundamental visions and inspirations that I have for this podcast. And I hope that through listening to these episodes, I know I go on rabbit trails and things like that every now and then, but I really do hope that I empower you to grow and provide you with different things to think about that you might not be thinking about. That in sort of navigating in your mind, you can start to make connections to things that you didn't connect and you can grow. (laughs) It's funny, one of the things that I've really identified is that when I'm speaking, and especially when I'm doing podcast episodes and things like that, I really visualize models and systems in my head. And I have a harder time kind of explaining those systems out loud. So this is an area that I'm hoping to grow and to develop as I continue to do these podcasts, because I really hope to inspire other people by sharing these systems and methods that are in my head and gain clarity myself too. Anyway, I think that I'm kind of going on a bit of a rabbit trail now and I'm not really exploring or diving deeper into this whole topic of ego, but hopefully you got something out of this week's episode. I feel like it's a really big topic and even if you didn't get anything out of this podcast, but you're aware of the word ego and you're starting to think about what ego looks like, your understanding of it in your life, then I would consider this episode a success. So, thank you so much for listening. Actually, before I go, I just wanted to give a little shout out to some of my really close friends. So, these are guys that are just so genuine, so authentic. They're really encouraging and inspiring um, and they've started their podcast. Their podcast is called The Super Bob Bros. Definitely go and give that a listen. Really, really good. Love you guys and I will see you again next week right here on the Get Hungry podcast. Have a good week.